Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. I am Mondo Fresco. And to my right, I have a very special, creative, talented gentleman, uh, one that I am a big fan of. I follow all his moves uh, on Instagram and not in a stalker way, brother. Um, please put your hands together for my brother, Emilio Sanchez. Thank you, man. What's nice. up, man? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's my first I, time doing this. I know that you're <laughs> like a behind the scenes dude. Like you're a creative. You do a lot of stuff for, for many people. Um, and uh, you're you're you like to, for the most part, to be behind the, the scenes. But Absol I had you, I had to get you in the front of the scenes. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, it does feel different with these in lights the right lights. in front of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> in front of yeah. the cameras. Yeah. Uh, behind the microphone. So, so talk to me, man. I know you've, uh, have done a lot of, you know, amazing work, um, you know, photography, film, um, how, or when did you first pick up the, the, the camera? It was, I was still in high school. It was my first year that I was able to do a photo class in 11th grade. And I just, I knew if I asked my mom, like, yo, give me a camera you know like she, she's been about it since day one so that that's been really cool um yeah I started taking photos in high school casually and kind of I felt that I stood out a little bit more than the normal student so but I never still to this day I never thought you know while I was in high school I was like oh this is not going to turn into anything it was just still kind of casual for me then people started kind of just offering money and I was like for this i was like all right cool i'll do it you know like hey, that's that's like where it started and then um yeah and then later down the line it grew a little bigger you have a, a very interesting interesting background um your family uh i know you're half filipino half mexican who's who's uh filipino who's, who's mexican in your fam my dad lives in the philippines and he's the he's a filipino side my mom lives here in l.a and I grew up with her. So I grew up on my Mexican side. Okay. So I, I feel I'm a little more Mexican. I'm a lot more Mexican than I am. I thought you, said, I thought you were going to say my dad's in the Philippines, but he's Mexican. Yeah, no. Nah. And my, <laughs> my mom's here. Um, no. How do those cultures um, inspire, motivate you? Like, I'm sure a lot of, of, of the culture uh, from both, you know, are injected within what you do absolutely i mean the it is kind of tricky though because growing up here it, you felt like you kind of needed to hide that you know in, hide, hide outside what? outside of your house outside of your home you know like it was i've always it, it, growing up i felt weird saying oh i'm mexican people like if someone's gonna look at you different like that's just what it was yeah. for us growing up you know, um, and then once I became of age and, you know, realized how strong it 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 means to be Mexican and what it represents, like, yeah. then it just fuels you to like, yeah, so what? You know, like, and, keep, and use that as fuel. You know, I, I love that you, you I love that you 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 talk about that because it's almost like, um, you know, I grew up in a completely different place or area. I mean, I grew up in LA, just like yourself, but in, in, in different spaces and in, in areas. Like for me, it was a lot of, it was not, it was all Latinos. It was, mm -hmm. you know, mostly I would say like 90%, you know, of Mexican culture. Um, and for you, it was almost the opposite, right? Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, 
I grew up on the west side by the beach, so you know, just a lot more, you know, white people there. And yeah. it was just kind of that was the majority. And then it was like, you know, us black and black and brown in the neighborhoods that kind of, you know, we were just a small part of the city. So we always felt just a little different, you know. You were like you were like AC Slater in Bayside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we he's ethnic. We don't know what yeah. he is. But, just uh, no muscles though. <laughs> without the muscles, yeah. you said? <laughs> I uh I, I love that that you say that, man. So, you know, I'm I'm I grew up with parents that are very traditional. Um, when I told them that I wanted to be in entertainment and television radio, they were like Okay, like no, yeah. that's local. Like go go work at, at the bank, you yeah. know, like go something that is just super easy and feasible for them. Obviously, they want the easiest route for for their kids. Um, but they weren't I wouldn't say they weren't supportive, my parents. I would just say that they were more um they just didn't understand what I wanted to do. Um and you know, they wanted the safer, safe, safer route. Like, was that the case for you, you know, with, with your mom? Like, which, or I know she bought you a camera. Was she always... She was support... She's big on school. My, all, my whole family, they all graduated, you know, from college. So, like, it was kind of expected my entire life. Um, I didn't go to college. It was... Uh, life just kind of tossed me out of the way at that moment. And, yeah. Um, but I've always had the support. And... Even though my mom doesn't show it too much, like every once in a while, like I'll catch her, like you know, telling her friends or something, you know. And so I'm like, okay, she gets it. Like, she gets it. Yeah, con Becky Yee. Exactly. That's so, amazing. Um, no, it's cool. I I have full support for my family. Always had. So that's, that's great. been definitely a big piece of you know how I got here for sure. Would you change anything about the way that like? you felt the support from your family uh, and how you're going to, to show the support to, to your, you know, future children one day. Um, is that going to be different? I know for me it would. Yeah. What's going to be different for, for my kids, which I wish I, which I kind of envy a lot of people sometimes grow, that I see the way they grew up. Like, our parents didn't know, you know, how to live in this world that we're living in, in the entertainment world. And like, like you said, you know, they weren't, they just, they weren't aware of it. And I think if I had, like, I, I look at other people and I say like, oh, they had, their parents knew like, okay, do this, 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 and you'll have a successful business for yourself. Yeah. You know, we don't get taught that growing up, you know? Yeah. So like that, those are the things that I wish I had. So I definitely want to offer that to my kids and show them like, hey, you can do this. This is perfectly fine. And you, you can do what makes you happy instead of just, all right, go to school and then go to school for 20 years and then be a doctor. And like, you know, it's like. Right. Because, you know, the traditional route is is great, but it's not for everyone. Definitely. You know, and uh, especially now in, in, in 2020 and beyond, uh, there are so many different careers that you can do because you know some you know you may be a, a, a creative, and uh, what you want to create may may not be you know taught at, at schools and a lot of people now are, are self taught you know some of the most um, intellectual creative people so you know again it's to each their own I think you know but at the same time it's 
it's it's a new it's a new time it's a new era absolutely um and uh you know when i when i go speak at at uh at universities or colleges high schools um i i i talk about that i talk about you know i went to college i recommend it at least to you know to to go and find yourself and see what you're passionate about if because i had no idea what i wanted to do yeah. coming out of southgate high school <laughs> had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. Um, and then in high school, that's where I, I, I mean, in college, that's where I kind of was like, hey, I like, I like radio. I like, you know, communications. And um, so I, I, for someone that doesn't know, I, I think it's a great route. But at the same time, if, if you know, like yourself, you, you had a passion for, for photography, for film, for the arts, um, then, then uh, I'm, I'm all for that as well, you know, to, to, to do that on, on your own. And, um, we, you and I, before the cameras, uh, turned on and the microphones turned on, we talked about, um, sort of just being self-employed and kind of being your own boss. Yeah. Um, you worked for many years for a, a, a popular brand that started in Los Angeles. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So that's kind of when I was deciding on where I was going to go to college or, or if I was going to go at all, uh, I met my mentor in high school introduced me to this guy named drama who was who just started this clothing brand and he was on tv and it was out here in downtown and we had this cool big place called fantasy factory and it yeah. was just like it was it was it was i just i'd never seen it before you know i didn't know were you you went to the fantasy factory yeah so i yeah so that's right that's where we started that's where you guys were working yeah, out we of. we started that's uh dumb. yeah we were working out of there they were still filming fantasy factory at the time i think we filmed for another two years but it was uh seeing those are those are the things that that changed my direction and that's honestly why i didn't go to college was because um i came out here and i saw what what i can do and that i can continue to do this which i didn't even realize i was doing it at the time i was just having fun yeah. like we were just it was honestly just like parties and selling t-shirts out the truck like running around street style like that's what we were doing we we're just having fun with it and um and then I ended up just sticking out there for eight, the next eight years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it was a good opportunity for me to grow because the brand had just started. I had just started. We both didn't know what we were doing. And we just honestly had fun with it. And the brand was successful and was there for eight years. And it's been two and a half years since I left there now. That's that's amazing. I, I was a big fan of Robin Big back in the day. Uh, I, I grew up watching Robin Big um and then the fantasy factory um how was that for you being like working out of that space like i i, I never I, I never made it to the fantasy factory <laughs> a, a few buddies of mine did um how was it being in that and for those that don't know um you know this, if, if you may describe what the fantasy factory was too it was pretty much chuck e cheese for adults like there was like foam pits, motorcycles, skateboards, and ramps. Like there's like tennis ball guns that were shooting people like 200 miles across. The, you know, like it was a little dangerous. It was definitely a dangerous place, but it was fun. It was, uh, and again, it was something that I, I didn't even know it existed until I, the, the day I walked in. I didn't wow. know, you know, I, I just didn't know that world. And um, it was, um, it was definitely life changing. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You, uh, so 
you started working with with drama who is uh cousins with rob deerdick is are they related or yeah. is it just they are related? yeah yeah they're cousins they're so cousins. they're cousins with, with he's uh he's rob deerdick's cousin uh and that's how initially how like you know the show started rob deerdick had the marine robin big and um and then it, it transitioned into um fantasy factory mm -hmm. with rob deer uh with uh with drama came on the show yeah and then i remember the young and reckless they started pushing that on the show too heavy yeah and uh you so you started working with with that company yeah i started working for young and reckless what what were what were your your duties how was that like for um you? I was their in-house photographer. You know, that's that's what I did for, you know, I was there for eight years. And from the beginning, the beginning was different, though, because the beginning, it wasn't a full company yet. Like, we're lighting smoke bombs in the office, like, <laughs> having strippers in there. Like, it was a mess. Like, we were right here in the Arts District downtown. You know, it, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a, a real thing yet. And um, over time, over the years, we, you know got a little more professional and you know we had guests and people walking in to the you know <laughs> office we can't have like you know little bombs exploding and stuff so <laughs> we had to clean it up but um it was a lot of just running around parties taking cool photos of just the life it was honestly just capturing the lifestyle is what it was and then when it got a little more serious then i was like okay we're a company we have to do campaigns and collabs <laughs> and we need to have meetings with people you know like yeah, it, yeah. yeah it was fun though for when sure. when did it come when did it become a uh, a career for you at what point were you like all right um you know i'm not uh, committing to anything else like this is what i want to do i'm full-time you know creative and photographer Honestly, not that long i'd say within the first couple of years but i'd still say like the first few years of me doing it i it was just it was just a mess like it wasn't it wasn't professional. It wasn't, you know, it was just, but it was also, I guess I was in this period where I just, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know? Yeah. So, um, I say a few years. Definitely. Talk to me about, like you said, you know, it's, it was a mess because, and I love that by the way, because, you know, it's not always pretty. It's not always like this, the straight definitely. line, uh, to success. Um, talk to me about, it's those, a lot of those years of, of, of that were a little messy. It's a lot of groundwork. It's a lot of groundwork for sure. Um, not a lot of pay when you're, especially when you're young, you know, I started there when I was 17. So the first, you know, few years I wasn't even able to drink yet. So like yeah. the big dogs would little bro me all the time, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, you can't come here or you can't have the, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, but I, I put my work in and eventually it got to the point where that all changed, especially within the company. So I was like, okay, like, at least I've established myself within this company a bit. So that felt a lot better. And, you know, they started giving me more opportunities and then it just started growing. And then I was just the guy at the office now, you know, like the one that handled all the content. What advice would you give someone who's watching this, someone who wants to, you know, start their careers, you know, whether it's, it's in the creative space or in entertainment or whatever it's in, um, because a lot, I feel like a lot of people, and I and I see it all the time, um, you know, one, two years, even third, you know, that third, fourth year, even, and people are kind of discouraged. Like, yeah. man, I don't even know if I want to do this. That like, that that is never going to go away. Like to this day, probably yesterday, I felt that, or I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like this is not. But then I'll have my high days where I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And yeah. that's honestly, I feel like that's always going to be 
this life. Yeah. You know, it as artists, like you, you're your number one critic, and you're just always gonna put yourself down no matter what because you're like, oh, it's not good enough. You start looking at other people's stuff, but honestly, the what I think is one of the strongest thing is is the groundwork. You know, put establish yourself because a lot of people want to just get it quick. Oh, I'll just I can just get famous on Instagram real quick and I'll be good. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. You know, um, I definitely feel like I I put a good amount of years doing a lot of things that probably weren't fun and probably weren't worth it at the time. And, um, you know, you do a lot of favors, a lot of favors. And um, it it ends up, I believe it ends up paying off at the end. Yeah. You know, I'm a true believer in that. And I wouldn't be, be still doing it if I didn't because um, you have to just kind of believe in yourself that, you know, let me go crush this job because I know hopefully three or four are going to follow after that, you know, even if the first one isn't ideal. I like that you said it ne- that will never go away. Um, I've had people that say, you know, if you think that way, then you shouldn't be in this. Um, I think more on, on your end, uh, on the sense of, you know, it, it's okay to think that way from time to time. Um, but just be sure of yourself and your talents and your drive. Um, you know, even, I mean, yeah, like I, I would say, you know, every couple months I, I think like, you know, is I, where you wake up and you're like, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what I want to do. Yes. Yeah. You know, Next. I don't know if I, if I want to, or if I, in, in, and it's so it's it's human, you know what I'm saying. It makes human. It's it's not that you're um, you're not passionate about what you do. It's like you said, as as creatives, I think that that um, that has a lot to do with it. You know, um, it gives me my drive. Yeah, and as creatives, you know, we literally we create something and we want you know we want feedback. We want like yeah. you know we want like. Yeah. <laughs> Is this good? Sure. Like, are you guys enjoying it? Like, um, I, I know that you have done a lot of work um, for, you know, celebrities, for for artists. Um, you know, someone that you're very close to is Becky G. Um, and uh, I just found out recently that you guys sort of grew up together. You're, you're, you're a fam. You're tight. It's not like... Um, uh, like a gig that you just picked up two years ago. So, so talk to me about about that relationship. Yeah, well, her her dad grew up on my street, and he was, you know, he was my godfather, my uncle's uh, best friend. So they grew up together on the same street. My whole family, their family in Inglewood or in, in Santa Monica, Santa Monica. Yeah, and then her, her yeah, her mom's side, they're more from Inglewood. Uh, but um, they uh, so we, I mean, we. We grew up. We always, you know, call each other each other cousins. Like, oh, you're, you know, we're just fan, we're just family, you know. And then, um, so when we both hit the inter- entertainment industry, you know, at a certain age, we, you know, we just started working together. It just made sense, you know. It was just already like a natural connection, you know. Do you remember the first project that you worked with Oof. together, you and Becky? Probably, yeah. I, I don't even remember. Probably had to do with probably Young and Reckless. Oh, probably really? Get it, you know, taking over that gear because it was like, okay, she's like, you know, I was like, this is the new young artist. Yeah. You know, I'm at this clothing brand. Let me, you know, take her some stuff. And I think we did something for Young and Reckless first. But that was when we were really young. She was probably 14, 15. <laughs> I like that you were, 
saying, man, sometimes um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is exactly how you said it, but something along the lines of like, man, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, wow, like I can't believe I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've, you, you've traveled with, with Becky and you've done other projects with other, other you know, talent. Um, at, what, at what point do you, do you still, um, do you get rid of that? Does it go away? Are you, is that, that excitement? That feeling. Of the, yeah, where you're, where you're like, man, I can't believe I'm here. Can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. The excitement is always there. You know, every time we we get a new call, I'm like, oh, we're going to this country. We're going to that country. Like, every single time I'm excited. Like, it's just my first time leaving L.A., you know? <laughs> Definitely. Every single time. I don't think that. I hope that never goes away. What's your, your favorite country to, to visit? I say, you know... It's, it's battling between Paris and Australia right now. Like those are my two, uh, those are like my two favorite places. We spent a lot of time um, in Paris the past couple of years and Australia. I, I feel like the only other place I could ever live is in Sydney. Like I don't, I, I love going everywhere, but I always want to go home. Like, like after a few days, I'm like, ah, oh, let's just go back to the crib, you know? <laughs> but uh, as soon as I get back, I'm like, yeah, we got to go somewhere next, you know? So, um, yeah, no, I, the traveling is amazing, and I think it's it still amazes me every day that, you know, I get to do that from just having fun, honestly. Like, I don't necessarily look at it as work. Yeah. When I'm, you know, I get to go around and take cool pictures of people around yeah. the world, like, and get paid to do it. It's not a bad job to have. It's not a bad, <laughs> job, to not a bad job to have, I'll yeah. tell you. No, it's definitely fun. <laughs> uh, when you come back from overseas you know when you're out traveling what's that first spot that you need to go to grab some food or to shop or what what is it that that you do yeah when i uh especially on a big trip i'll land i'll grab in and out go to my mom's <laughs> house i'll probably end up at mom's house honestly just take a long nap you know I'm like Man, i'm tired <laughs> so definitely you know refuel rehydrate and go kick it at my mom's that's what i like to do what fuels you? What keeps you going, man? Like what? It, it, it's it's something that that has to live within you, um, that motivates you, you know, on a daily basis. Um, and it, I feel like that changes too, you know. Like what? What was it? Let's take it back a little bit. What motivated you um, on in the earlier years of of your career? I'd say, I mean, back then, I'd say probably the cool factor was a big part of it, you know, just because I was doing something different that no one has really done out of my neighborhood. You know, no one's really done. No one's came in this lane, I feel. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of, you know, athletes coming out of our city and stuff like that. But in the creative space, working with like artists and things like that, we don't really have a lot of that. So that was a big drive for me in the beginning. And obviously, people handing me checks for the first time in my life you know i'm like oh you're starting to add up a little bit like you know it was weird (laughs) from having nothing in schools and then you know um i think a mix of that in the beginning was like it was fun um now it's a little different now i work for myself now for the past two and a half years so i love that i get to pick and choose the projects that i work on yeah um 100 percent. so i normally just do things that you know i've 
I either have a good relationship with that person or I believe in whatever project it is, you know, and just make sure it's just the right thing to be doing, you know. So what motivates you today? Like what is it that when you wake up and, you, you know, you have, let's say you have like a, you know, especially during the pandemic, things slow down, right? What fuels you today? I mean, definitely, definitely family comes first for sure. Um, I don't have a family of my own yet, yeah. but you know, the family that I came from, you know, I definitely uh, have a, a drive that I want to keep, you know, keep growing for them. Um, and then also, you know, when it comes more to my work side, like I want to eventually have a, a great portfolio of, you know, all the work that I, that I wanted to accomplish, you know, while I'm still young. And then I look at the older guys and like, man, their, their catalog is amazing. You know, like I, that's what I want to, I yeah. want to show, I want to have that for myself. Um, so definitely just getting new projects and grow with them. And hopefully they get just get bigger and bigger, you know. Uh, let's talk about the 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 OGs for a little bit. Um, in photography, in you know, in film, um, you know, we were just talking about uh, Mr. Cartoon. We were talking about um, you know Esteban, who uh, captured a lot of great content. He was one of those guys who who uh, who have you aspired to to be like or. Uh, who are you? Whose work are you uh, a fan of? I was always a fan of Estevans. And my mentor that I had in high school that introduced me to drama also introduced me to Cartoon and Esteban. Wow. And so before I actually met drama, they, I was running around with them. Out oh, wow. Skid Row and like going to the studios and seeing, you know, seeing what they had going on. And that was the initial point where I was like, oh, I can I can do this as a career. Um so I, you know, Stefan took me on some shoots and, you know, for a 17 year old, that was pretty cool to go with him. And, you know, he's, he's already established and, you know, what Cartoon was doing was just them two together. They're just like unstoppable, you know? Yeah. So to see that firsthand, like that's what really changed it. And I look up to him still, you know. I like what they did together. Uh, I'm sure you watched the, the documentary, right? Yep. Um, Esteban and Mr. Cartoon um la originals yeah. is is the name of the, the netflix doc um it's definitely a must see uh to see their journey together um is is a beautiful thing actually and i, I think that's what you're doing now with 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 becky with becky g um you know you guys are tour, touring the world um just capturing a lot of, of beautiful moments man so so far touring with 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 becky what has been a moment, a memory for you uh, that has that has stood out for you, man. I I would say I would say in Paris for sure when we were walking around us two like just walking around the city we we looked at we were taking like these cool photos of each other you know like we're out here walking around and taking photos and having a good time and we just looked at each other one day and we were like you know i can't believe we're just out here doing this like you know we weren't supposed to be here you know yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and the fact that we were there together and just you know that we got to do all this stuff together is, is and i know where she came from she knows where i came from so you know to be able to be here now and 
and do all these things together, it, it means everything for sure to me. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. What is that next step for you professionally? What what is on your on your mood board? Definitely sliding into the video side of of the game. Oh, they're going to say um, sliding into someone's DM. Like, Bro, <laughs> who? Oh, we want to know. <laughs> cheese man, cheese man. Uh, sliding into into what, what you were saying? The, into the, more the film side of film. the industry. Yeah. Um, I, I love taking photos. It's what, you know, it's what got me here. But um, after, you know, 10, 12 years of it, 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 I felt like I hit a ceiling and I'm like, I need to grow more. So um, I started, uh, filming about a year and a half ago and immediately more doors started opening. So I saw the importance of it. So now I'm just, I'm just learning, just learning every day to keep growing. Honestly, I'm, I'm never, you know, too big to say that I don't know this or that, you know, I'm going to go learn it for myself. I taught myself how to do everything so far. So I'm going to keep at it with that. And hopefully it grows, be shooting music videos soon and things like that. So aside from shooting with, with Becky G, what other artist or what other project, what other event is one of your most memorable? What do you say? Um, besides Becky, I'd say probably the other one that had um, just as much of an impact for me, I feel, is uh, working with YG as well. Um, been working with him since 2014. Um, and ever since then we, you know, we clicked and we vibed pretty well and he's taken me around the world multiple times. And that itself was, there's some crazy stories in there that are just, you know, there's, <laughs> it's a lot different than touring with Becky. I'll tell you that complete opposite. Like but how, like how different night and day. <laughs> we want, we want details, you know, you know, with B it's more of a family thing. We, you know, we have fun. We do our thing, but when it's with YG, it's. It's a little more on the X-rated side for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love YG, man. Yeah. Shouts to YG. He's a he's a good dude. He's a fun dude. Um, you never know what he's gonna do next, right? Like literally, literally. The next second, second. by second, <laughs> you're like, oh shit, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, so, was there is there a tour story, something you can share? Uh, you know, with with YG. Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> that's a little scary. But um, it's some, something that's sort of safe. Yeah, I mean, the thing that tripped me out was our our first uh, overseas tour. I had never been on tour before. I was scared. I told Becky, I'm like, what do I do? Like, I'm, you know, I don't want to be gone for that long. And, you know, it was, you know, it was my first time leaving for months. Um, but when we got to Australia, we were there for, you know, a few weeks. And um, everything you see in the movies is all real. It's like, that's how it is, you know, like, and more, you know? So um, just to see that, honestly, to just see that like rock star kind of lifestyle yeah. is, um, it's different. And it's pretty cool to witness, you know, how, how these artists' lives are, you know, on stage and off stage, you know? Um, but, you know, it's fun. And I just appreciate that I was able to, you know, be on a bunch of them with him and definitely a good experience. What? <laughs> 
What would you say is is a is a creative difference between uh, Becky G and YG, like in the sense of mm-hmm. like vision and sense of direction? Um, I'd say I'd say they're they're pretty similar and also very different at the same time. You know, because Becky's just a little more glamorous, a little more. Uh, I'm gonna say it like this: like when I'm with B, I know we're working. When I'm with YG, I'm like, I don't know, what am I, what are we doing? You know, like sometimes it, the environment doesn't feel like we're working, but that's just what, it, that's just how he runs. Yeah. That's just how he rolls, you know? And um, it's fun because there's no, I feel less pressure when I'm with him because he's just going to do some cool shit and I'm just going to snap some photos yeah. and I'm going to get some, something good out of yeah. it. And um, with B, you know, it's a little more on the professional side, you know, we get, a little, like, like a, yeah, it's a little more, ske- there's a schedule, you know? There's not always a schedule. <laughs> it's an itinerary. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a little more polished. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're both fun. They're both fun, for sure. Yeah. No, uh, YG, YG, you know what? YG, um, a lot of people have to know that or should know that he is who he, who you see on camera, who you see on the mic on stage who you see who you hear on on the albums mm-hmm. that's who he is 24 7 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. No like turning him off. like he doesn't turn it off uh-huh. like it's not like um you know he's, he's yg the performer we're just having this conversation um with jackie cruz who was here uh to to shoot an episode of, of mondo and friends uh she was saying that there's artists that have an an artist persona right and who they are on stage is different for who they are in person. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that doesn't really uh, that's not really the case with YG. He's like, who, who you who you see is who you get. Yeah. And with how about with Becky? What would you say? She's she, I'd say the same. She's you know she's uh, she's very nice and sweet to everyone you know on set or around us to fans, you know, she always, she, she'll always stop to, you know, take a picture and say, hi, she's no different than she is with, behind closed doors. So I know that, you know, I, I met Becky uh, a long time ago um, when we first met and, you know, this was when she was doing um, like the super, like super safe, um, like, pop songs you know it was like more it was like more like selena gomez type of songs like back in the day um and uh and then you know she moved into into the the latin genre she embraced that they embraced her um it's a little too uh it got a little you know she got got a little sexy on on some of her shoots and things like that um i know her parents uh her family uh, you know they're very traditional. Um, how was that? How was that transition for her? Was it easy? I feel like it was in in her song "Mayores" with Bad Bunny yeah. when she says, you know, yeah. she says a line there, and th- I feel like for me that was like the only time I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm on a. I grew up with her dad's side of the family, so you know, I'm, I'm very close to her father, and uh, I say. I say it's there. Her mom's all for it. You know, her mom's all about it. She's her number one fan. Um, she would never hold her back from doing anything. Uh, but yeah, you know, that one time I was like, I don't know about that. You know, little, little, are you are you like, like like Big Brother in a sense? Where you're oh, just for like, sure. When we're, yeah, for sure. When we're traveling, we're walking around, like 
she has her bodyguard with her, but she also has me with her at all times too. So you that's, know, dope. that's my little sister for sure. That's dope. Um, dope. You shot her, you've shot a lot of her um, like album artwork, um, single artworks. The majority of her single artworks and she only has one album out, um, but I did shoot the cover for that. And that was, um, we've shot multiple uh, album covers in the past, but just albums that never came out. And so finally we were like, we finally did it, you know? So that was, uh, that was good to do. And I was glad I was able to be a part of that project. Um, the most, one of the most memorable, memorable ones for me is, is the, uh, is it Ni Diabla Ni Santa or something along those lines? No, where she's, um, no, sorry, Ni Mala Ni Santa. Ni Mala Ni Santa. Yeah. Um, and she's an angel and she's like, also like in a, like yeah. a little devil, like a sexy devil costume yeah. type of thing. Um, that's a dope, dope artwork. No, for sure. Yeah. That's how she kind of describes herself. She's like, she's the angel with one wing on fire, you know, like she, she, she's a good girl, but when she needs to, you know, turn it on, she can't do that. And for, for those type of things, is it like, a a 50 50 collab on, on projects like that for you or, or is it, do you come, do you uh, bring the idea to her? She, she's a creative genius for sure. She, she comes to me and she's like, Hey, I want to do this or can we do something like this? And then we'll go and put it together together. Um, but she, uh, she definitely has a pretty big creative mind. So, um, that was all her on this one. Yeah. And we just, you know, we put it, we pieced it together. You have a, a, a memorable, memorable shoot as well that I can remember uh, with Cassie. You shot her, would you say, um, uh, you know, when she was still pregnant, right? Um, but it was a special moment for her. Um, describe that yeah. for me. We, uh, I worked with Cassie a long time ago. So I met her, I've known her for a while and then my one of my friends started dating her and put a baby in her <laughs> i was like i was just a little confused like for real and he was like yeah i'm like he's like we're getting married too he's like i need you to shoot the wedding and i was like what he's like it's gonna be on both i was like what so um yeah no that was really cool i i appreciate them having me you know shoot their wedding for them and and their baby photos and it was on it was it was my first time in vogue you know, because they, they put the whole spread of their wedding in vogue. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. And I appreciate Alex for, you know, and Cassie for having me on that. Um, so, yeah. Whose work would you say you can sort of, you've injected into your work? Um, for example, uh, I look at someone like David LaChapelle or something like that. Um, a creative, an amazing photographer. Um, what do you say is that there's one person that you've sort of, um, you know, embraced and, and kind of followed that certain look and vibe, or is you, you just grab from different, you know, artists? I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like I kind of just did my own thing. Honestly, I really don't like looking at other people's work. Um, I do every once in a while and I'm very picky on who I look at, but I try not to because it's like, I don't want it to, I, not that I don't need it to reflect in my work. I just, I don't know. I just, I like to, um, I, I used to look at a, a Stevan's work a lot when I was younger and I used to only shoot more of like the street kind of style photos. 
And one of my mentor, my mentor in high school was just like, you know, you got that look down. Don't only, you know, be stuck in that world, you know, yeah. expand. Yeah. And so from there, honestly, I just started shooting everything. And so I feel like I kind of created my own, my own look. And I try not to like look at other people's work and compare it on it too much. Just kind of how I work. When we say Verizon te da más, we mean it. La red más premiada ahora incluye Disney Plus, Hulu e ESPN Plus. Todos pueden tener lo que quieren sin pagar de más. Y todo desde 35 dólares por línea. The network more people rely on te da más. Cámbiate a Verizon. You know, during this 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 pandemic that that we all uh, have experienced in in, in 2020, um, it's been tough, obviously, on the entertainment business, especially um, you know the first couple of months. Uh, I know Becky's is doing her own podcast as well now. Mm -hmm. uh, you're shooting some of that as well, the, like the content. Um, what would you say uh, is is the tool um, or an app, um, you know, a piece of tech? What have you used more? What has helped you most during the pandemic? Honestly, besides... Uh, everything being closed and you know the things that we need to do now you know wearing masks and all that not too much has really changed for me um so honestly like besides like zoom calls like i don't i don't really not much changed for me um it's just a type of work i'm doing now like now we're not traveling to another country and doing some you know shows or anything like that we're we're filming at the crib now, you know, at, in Becky, her, her podcast is in her living room. So literally her living room, we, we took out her dining table and like, we set up a little set there. So, um, not a lot of my life has changed. Um, I've still been working, uh, just as much. It's just the type of work we're doing now. It's just a lot different, a lot of interviews now, you know, live performances that I need to, you know, record and it's, uh, yeah. What app are you using most during these days? I mean, I catch myself on Instagram a lot, but my favorite app of this year is Strava. I started biking this year and it, it was the best thing ever, road biking. And so, so, so please, yeah, tell, tell me about that because uh, I don't know about it. Yeah, Strava, it's, it's, pretty, it's funny. It's, it's like the new Instagram for, for I guess, more active people. Um, and... Damn, you're saying I'm not. No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't at that point. That's what, you. <laughs> wait, what were you trying to tell me? Here, no, I'm just saying. It's just. It's for working out. It's if you go on a run, if you go on a bike, if you, you know anything like that, you record it on Strava. But it's like your profile when you when you work out, it posts onto your onto your page. People can see your workout, who you worked out with, and now you'll just be on a bike ride, and you'll be like, "Hey, what's your Strava?" And like that's what it is now. It's kind of funny. That's dope. Yeah. No, it's super dope. It records all your miles that you've done throughout the year. So. It's a healthy app that I like to be on, not just Instagram. You know, dope man. No, that's that's uh that's a that's a great um like uh thirty second pitch you just gave. I know. Are you, are you are you an investor in? I know. Let's just sign a check. You, sh you should, man. <laughs> um, you know, Instagram is is uh is one that you've used a lot, obviously, to to expand your portfolio mm -hmm. and and for people to see your work. Um, you know, who on that um that particular you know network channel app 
um, are some of your your favorite photographers? Hmm. Because because kind of ch- there's like for example, I say I said David LaChapelle, right? Yeah. Like, he's an amazing photographer, but I don't think David LaChapelle and Instagram. You know, I don't connect the two. Um, who would you say you know that you that you're a fan of the, the their work? Like I said, I don't. You don't. Like I don't follow a lot. Of, I don't really look at a lot of the older guys or like more established people. I kind of try to stay away from them. The people that I do uh, follow are like the other people in my lane. Like my, you know, a lot. I working with artists. You meet other artists, photographers, and videographers. Yep. And there's a bunch of them across the states, and um, you run into each other and a lot. You know, mostly at events and things like that, or other projects that the artists work on together and you kind of just get close. So I like the younger guys, the guys kind of like closer to my level and, you know, that are, that are hustling. And it's cool to see a lot of them grow. Uh, you know, some of my, some of my friends, they, they used to come and just, some used to just try to come just take photos. Like, Hey, can I do some behind the scene photos? And now they're shooting full Ciroc commercials. I'm like, bro, it's, it's cool to see the younger homies, you know, come up on this too. So um, honestly, just like my peers, is, is who I really look at. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. I, I know um, it, you and I s- started following each other. I don't remember how or when that happened, um, but you know, I I looked at your work and and I, I think I, I thought it was awesome. I know you do stuff with. Uh, shout out to Liz Hernandez. Um, that's probably maybe where where I saw I saw you. Um, you know, Liz and I worked together at Power uh, at Power One Hundred Six for for many years. Um, and uh, I know you choose some stuff for, you shot some stuff for, for Liz as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and Liz, uh, is, a is a very well-known, very well-respected, uh, personality, not just radio personality, um, you know, TV host as well here in, uh, based out, out of Los Angeles. Um, you know, I, before I even started in radio, um, you know, I was a, a big fan of Liz, Liz's and, um, you know, it's, it, it's cool uh, to see someone like you, you know, working with her as well, man. Um, what, what have you done with, uh, with Liz? Well, I've always been a fan of Liz growing up in LA. Um, so now she's like my big sister, you know, like sometimes I tell her everything and sometimes I'm too scared because she's my big sister, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know if I should tell Liz or not, but, um, we, we work a lot on Waterfall together. Um, that's kind of what wordful. She, so for, for those that don't know what, what is uh wordful? So Liz has a series that she records the uh, program that she created herself called wordful and it's around the power of words. So she'll take a word and then go in depth on it and just kind of make a little story. We, we film a lot of, uh, we film a lot of these small little videos for each word. We'll do like once a month and we're working on one and the word was gift. So yeah. she's, the word was gift and we went to a gift shop that she goes, there's a small little gift shop that she go, she's she been going to for about seven, eight years. And we filmed with the owner on what it meant to her and how their mothers have connected in a story. And, you know, we'll make a little series on, on certain words and that's kind of. Yeah. I love that. I love that, that Liz has that, uh, you know, her wordful, uh, project. Um, it's. It's an amazing thing because it pushes um, motivation. It inspires people, and which is 
almost with the the opposite of what the the internet does you know um she's she's spreading love mm-hmm. and um and like you said you know the you know the gift of of words and and, and their meanings and i i think um and their true meanings their beautiful meanings um and i think that's a that's a great thing that that you and uh and liz have going on i know she's been doing it for a while man so shouts to Shouts out to Liz once again uh, for uh, everything that she's that she's done for the culture. Um, I have a a few rapid fire questions here next to Oof. me, Senor, and I'd like to go through them here with you. Um, whatever comes to mind first. Some are even yes or no questions. Pretty easy. So, uh, are you ready to, to do this rapid you're trying, fire? You're trying to jam me up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope you're ready, bro. I don't know. All right? I don't know. It's go. about to get real. Uh, we have, the first one is, what is your favorite Spanish word? Um, you know, I like, I like the word duro. You know, duro, duro, you know, yeah. like, you know, just do it, you know, do it, duro, you know, yeah. do it, give it all you got. Like go hard. Yeah. You know, go hard or go home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, biggest. So actually, uh, let's do this one, too. Uh, favorite, because I know you're half Filipino. Favorite Filipino word. Mabuhay. That's about it. I never got my dad's what, side. What so. is it? What is it? It mean? just means hello. <laughs> oh, well, perfect. <laughs> so that's about it. You could probably just Google it. I, I, I got to learn that one. That it's one not, uh, may come in handy. Nothing special. <laughs> Actually, Kuya. I know Kuya because I have a little sister now in the Philippines and she calls me Kuya Emilio. So Nice. Yeah. Then what is, what is that? That means brother. Brother. Yeah. I love that. What is or who is your biggest celebrity crush as a teenager? As a teenager. What's her name? Jessica Alba. Always, Jessica Alba. Sure. She into still the, looks great, yeah, too, I know. man. She She's hasn't aged a bit. <laughs> into the Blue is my movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to late-night eat spot? Oof. Like, yeah. I'd say, I'd say Tacos Gavilan. Tacos Gavilan, because yeah, it's open to 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know they're going to be open. <laughs> some tacos. I could always eat some tacos. What is the best song ever made? I don't know about song, but I'm gonna definitely go with with Pac on this one for sure. You just kind of you just kind of have to roll with him with all the stories and everything that he put out by the age of you know, what 25. You know, I I just think I would never get there in a million years, especially in 25 years to where to the point that he got. So um, that definitely you know growing up in LA that lives in you. You know, yeah, so. for sure, for sure. Yeah, I I. I I bug out about those those things. The fact, you know, like uh, like Aaliyah, you know, passed away super young as well. Like how Biggie uh, passed away very young. I think he was like twenty three or something like that. Um, like how did they put out? How, how exactly they put out so yeah. many amazing? By the time they left, right? It's mind blowing, and there's no artist like that. The way they used to, do, you know, it's different. It's a lot different. But they definitely had something special, and I feel like I feel like you know that's why they were here. You know, they came here to put that message out and put their life out on the line for everyone. Yeah, they did that for sure. So we know what you're good at. What is something 
you're horrible at? Interviews, man. <laughs> nah, you feel it. You feel it. Uh, um, you know what? It's it's weird because if we if I would have caught you outside and we were just chopping up, it, you know, it's like nothing. I could I could talk for forever. But yeah. as soon as, you know, there's some lights and you're on the opposite side of the camera. I, I think that's what it is, being on this side of the camera, you know. Uh, you definitely feel a lot more comfortable on the other side. And there's a big difference for sure. Favorite, well, let me just say, you've done an amazing job here today. Appreciate that. Favorite Spanish show. And it could be like an OG show that you grew up watching. I used to watch novelas with my grandma every night. Like throughout mid, uh, elementary, middle school, probably high school too, uh, and I just it was crazy because like they're so dr- obviously they're they're drama shows you know, and <laughs> I just felt so a part of them growing up you know, and it really it was it was definitely my thing, and there were so many that you know they're your whole life you know from when you when you're growing up so um, I think the telenovelas is definitely just in general kind of like one of my favorites because I felt. I was, all right, what's going to happen next? You know, like you always <laughs> wanted to wait and you never wanted to wait. And, you know, they, they used to come out once a week, every Wednesday or whatever day it was. So, you, you know, you had to wait a whole week to, for the next episode to come out. So yeah. my question is, why do they always have like some long ass names, right? Like it's like Marco Rogelio. Yeah. Tomas. You, you know, make it dramatic. Everything's got to be dramatic. <laughs> Marco Rogelio Tomas, por qué? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> these last two questions have to do with you being from Los Angeles, Lakers or Dodgers? Dodgers all day, but Kobe too. <laughs> Kobe's my guy. I felt like there was more to that. I felt like he it's, was going to say more. Kobe's definitely my guy. Um, Kobe is the man. Honestly, the, before this, the finals this year, uh, the last Laker game that I ever watched was his last game. And just after that, I just couldn't. Couldn't get it back into it. I watched like I watched I watched basketball because of Kobe Bryant, for sure. Did you watch Kobe's last game? I did. Sat in uh, my first apartment that I ever got, uh, in bed with some tears by myself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, man, I remember watching that game and cheering for Kobe as if we were in the finals. Like he was hitting sixty, and I was like, just yeah. everything, everything about that night was perfect. Yeah, every everything. shot, right? You're like, yeah. every little thing. I mean, it was kind of like a in a him sense. passing the ball. It's like, oh, bro, you, it's your <laughs> shot. You know, you take it. You know, everything. Um, yeah, I was definitely sad that day because when he retired, I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm never gonna be able to shoot him now. Yeah. And then I'd say probably four or five months later. One day, my boy calls me and goes, hey, can you come shoot Kobe tomorrow? And I was like, what? Of course, you know? And so, when did it? You know, it's probably one of the coolest things for sure that I ever did. Man, that's 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 amazing. I got I got to meet Kobe a few times, and um, it was honestly just one of the most memorable moments of my life. Um, he was... For me, he was he was more than than a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like for me, he he was he was my my hero, my idol, man. Um, you know, yes, I grew up watching him play, but you know, for a kid I, when he was playing basketball for the Lakers, I was in elementary school, um, and I grew up my entire life. He's in your household your entire life. 
Yeah. He's in your ear, in your home. He's there, you know. It's crazy. And 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 as a as a man, as a entrepreneur, um, just how well spoken he was. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's what I I I admire a family man. That's what I, I admired um about uh the late Kobe. Um so speaking of Kobe, speaking of the Lakers, Dodgers, LA, I gotta ask you, man, this is the most important question of the day. Tacos or burritos? I'm gonna go, with, I'm gonna stick to tacos as the OG. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know, I've been leaning towards burritos a little bit lately. <laughs> but you you I say for you know long term, tacos are gonna hit every time, man. I like I, I'm a burrito guy myself. Um, just because, you know, when you're on the go, the burrito's the perfect thing yeah. to, actually it was invented. That's what I've been doing lately. Yeah. I've been on the go and I'm like, man, I, I can't eat tacos on the go. No, you can't. You eat the burrito on the go. You can't. It's a mess. Try you're still tacos spill when you're on the it, run, it's, it's a lot easier than tacos for sure. Um, they invented the burrito, uh, for, for, for people that were going out to, to work early in the morning. Yep. It was a quick, like, bam, 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 here you go. And off the road, you, you, you know, you run to, and you had a burrito ready, ready, ready to go, man. So, um, that's, that's, that's my go-to, man. Yeah, but Hey, sense. I respect, I respect the taco. <laughs> Thank you, brother, so much for coming, man. Of course. I appreciate you. Knuckles through the plexiglass here uh emilio sanchez go and follow him where can people follow you at emilio sanchez at emilio sanchez at mondo fresco and this is mondo and friends presented by verizon